Um, this morning, um, all right, we will take. I don't trust God for us to teach this morning very quickly. Talk with me, Bible, you know, this morning to Hebrews chapter six, or rather Hebrews chapter five. Let's start from there. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Hebrews five. We start from verse twelve. We've been here for a while looking at these very words of the Lord. Okay. Hebrews chapter 5 from verse 12. If you may read with me this morning and, and follow me through with your heart. From verse 12. For when for the time ye ought to be teachers... Ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and have become such as have need of milk and not strong meat. Now it means you ought to have been taught this before. Hallelujah. That means everyone that comes to Christ must be taught this fundamentally. Hallelujah. For this is what the church ought to be fed with now you, you, you remember our 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 chisel our money our chisel our tools box analogy and our our um handgun um cartridge or magazine analogy all right you know if you have a gun it's only as strong or effective when it's loaded with what with ammunition or bullets praise god so when we come to christ we are supposed to understand these fundamental principles of the oracles of God. So it says here, for everyone that uses milk, it means if you don't understand these things very well, you are still a believer that's using what? Milk. And God doesn't want us to use milk continuously in our lives. He wants us to grow to the point where we can be chewing meat and strong bones. Amen. Now all these are, 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 are metaphors for maturing in Christ. So God wants his church to be fully equipped as they go forth in the world preaching the gospel and preach it right. Amen. This morning. Hallelujah. Now let's go on this morning. It says, but strong meat belong to them. You see that means there's strong, someone says strong meat. Someone says strong meat. You see, God says there's milk and God says there's what? Strong meat. Now it doesn't matter whatever anyone says. So it doesn't matter what the, 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 the set man says. What God says is important is what what is important. So what is God calling strong meat? The understanding of what? His word and his principle. Amen. So if you are going to be said to be strong in the midst of God's word, it means you understand the principles of the oracles of God and you are able to want to communicate it to others. Amen. He said, but strong me belong to them that are full of age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern what is both good and evil. 6 from verse 1 now, if you can help me this morning. 6 from verse 1. Therefore, therefore, so on the basis of this, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Some of them say doctrine of Christ. 
So the church is supposed to grow in the doctrine of Christ. That means what the church should teach, what you should feed on, what should be the diet of the church message is what? The doctrine of Christ. And this is the fundamental. This is like the, the first course before any other thing comes in there. Amen. So God expects everyone in the church to understand this principle, this foundational principle of the teachings of Christ, of the doctrine of Christ. And if, if the church is a church of Christ, then it will be built on what? The doctrine of Christ. And therefore, if you can't explain these doctrines of Christ, that means you are not being well fed in the, in the, in the church of Christ. For the church of Christ must be founded on the doctrine of Christ. So say amen. And therefore this morning, I want to show the Lord to grant us wisdom and, and, and understanding of these principles that we're able to understand and communicate it um, effectively. Amen this morning. It says, it says, let us go on to perfection. Not laying again the foundation. So these are foundations. These are the ABCs. In fact, it is on this premise that we are all saved. Amen. We've all gone through these processes, praise God. And this is the tool that the Lord is equipping the world today. Especially His church in this time of great opposition to the truth of God's word. Amen. You know, I, I was reading on... See, because, because you see, the world is... is He's going farther and farther and farther away from God. Hallelujah. There's so much opposition now from God, you know. But you see, things are happening in the world today that the world is trying to go against the word of God. The issue of the faith is being is being is being upturned to the point of very soon we won't know what actually the word of God actually is because what is being practiced is different from what is written in the Bible. A time will come when the Bible will never be read in church. It should be kept only for a time of ceremony or of anything. You keep hearing and have the people make them the best they can be. Just, you know, just it become a social or a liberation gospel. Something just miracle, you know, just power. In this morning, if I take miracles right now, I'll take the testimonies. Before I know it, one hour of God. And we all shout, Whoa! my church is full of power and testimony. And I'll come and say, if you are in this church and in three months, there's no miracle in your life, God didn't call me. No, God didn't call me, but God is the one that does miracles. My assignment is to teach, so they teach. So time will come when they will mix up. But God wants you to know. Amen. God wants us to have an idea of the process so that those he wants to rescue, he can give you the, 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 the prerequisite tool to reach out to them. Amen this morning. Hallelujah. So he said, not let again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God and of the law of baptism and of laying of hands and of what? Of the dead and eternal judgment. So these are the six fundamental that everyone in church must know as A, B, C. The first one is repentance. We see that God calls all men to repent. 
for you to come and become part of the church of God, there must be repentance. You know, the willingness to turn and leave the old ways. Men must be told that in coming to Christ, you are signing to turn from what you used to do to what to what God wants. So repentance is what metanoia which means to turn around and go a different path and that turning must reflect in your character, reflect in your way of life and reflect in your purpose through life. So to be a Christian who has confessed Jesus, your life must be in tandem with what? With the world. You must not live the way you used to live. Something must change. If you are a Christian and you are a wife that used to nag, somehow the nagging has to what? To start stopping or start reducing because the strength that nags and the world has been removed. The thing that empowers that nagging spirit has been removed by the blood of Jesus. And if that blood has worked in you, effectually and effectively, then the result of that action of, 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 of you coming to Christ must begin to manifest. You can't be a child of God in church and be a devil outside. No, it doesn't work that way. There's the doctrine of repentance. So the repentance. So the repentance. Men don't hear that. Repentance brings you under authority. It brings you to become responsible. It tells that you don't have, you're not the Lord of your life. Someone is above you. And anyone who doesn't want to submit to God, then is not really ready to serve God. And then don't force them. Just to preach. Acts 2, 38, 39. And they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? Amen. They asked him, when Peter and John and eleven had preached, they preached by the Holy Spirit. They said, what shall we do? To what? Not to make money. Not, not, not the seven principles of success. Not the twelve rules, the twelve keys of breakthrough. Not the three prayer prayer of the year. No, what shall we do to the world? To be saved. For the salvation. This world, like I said, is rolling. See him. Something like a rolling stream. <laughs> the life is like rolling. You see, this world is rolling to its destruction. Of course, it's, it's evident. If by now it is okay to you, you should know. This world is coming to an end. It's rolling. And God is saving men. And the only way men can be saved is by the gospel. And the carriers of the gospel is the church. But the church is not equipped with the word. If we are distracted with everything, then the gate of hell will be advancing so strongly against the church. What shall we do to be saved? He said the word to them. He says, repent, every one of you, and what? Be baptized. The first word is what? Repent. So, 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 um, um, uh, fortune, as you go to preach, you are preaching the word, the gospel of all of repentance. Your friends must turn. It may be something you put on your lips. Let that word repentance not leave the church lexicon as it is today. Those words are almost going. You hardly hear it preach anymore. Repentance. Because we claim we are all sinners. When the pastor is sinning, he's afraid to preach about repentance. He said, in any case, we are all humans. You can hear the say, we are all humans. No something happening. We are all flesh. No something happening. And once we can, once we start, we, we, 
without allowing Satan to box us in that place, then every vital word of God that relates to, to the weakness of the flesh that we are battling with will begin to suppress them from the pulpit. Peter said to them, What? Repent from the repent. If Peter said repent for them to be saved, they can't be saved now without repentance. But guess what? We make them feel they are saved irrespective of what they do, provided they start acting like a Christian. Provided they join the workforce. Provided they, 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 they identify with the community of, you know, this is not, it's not community. I saw a poster, join our community. It's a church. I said, ah, you see the word? Join our community. It's, it's now. So God has called us to conform to the image of the Son. I think one problem the church has found itself is that the church has not realized how the church in the world today does not really know that the church of Christ are called out people from the world. That's it. The moment you don't know that we are called at once, then we think that by mingling with them, we can, we can, we can, we can, we, we, we can help them or change them. No, we are not called to change or help them by mingling. We are called to help them and change them by totally separating from them. So light and darkness has clear difference, so they can see that glorious light. So the this morning, are you this morning? So the plan of God for the church is to totally separate us. He told, he told Paul to 1 Corinthians 4, 12. He says, Timothy, let no man despise your youth, but be what? Of the believer in what? In word, in conversation, in purity, in faith. That is, this is how, that is, that is in, your, in your conversation, it must be like a Christian. That is the way we talk, the way we carry ourselves, the way we dress. So the way I dress. I'm not saying go and wear boo-boo from head to toe. No. But there must be modesty. Let your motivation be known to what? To all men. The law is at hand. Don't don't run back home. If you didn't wear your bangle, you forgot it. Woo! I said, no, no. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, this one here is going to see because this one is too much. And those things are irrelevant. Praise God this morning. We are all at once. The party of Christians must not be like the party of unbeliever. Let no believer wants to marry and say that on my wedding day, at least I'll be free to dance all the bad songs I've piled in my head. You see believers crying. Because their song is not being sung yet. Don't forget who you are. You are a child. You are a child. You can't go and sit down with friends at the bar. Because we can't be truly what men unto God if we are not first of all separate. You can't win a war when you are subject to the problems of the people God is sending you to go and fight against. When you are fighting what they are fighting, when you are contending what they are contending with, you can't win the war because you are the same blame. 2 Corinthians 6 from verse 14. Listen this morning.
You know, it's, 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 it's amazing how men will hear gym that they struggle to hear. How? How would you wear clothes and you sit down? Any clothes you can't wear standing walls. In John 1, it says he came to his own. His own received not. But as many as received him, he gave them a feeling of power to become the sons of God. Now it means God is now your Lord, your father. And what do you look like? Your father. At least you're supposed to look like him. If you're truly his child. The church are called that people. Peter said, it says, once you are not a people, but now you are what? The people of God. There's this grace of, 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 of liberty. But Paul says, don't use your liberty for a cloak for covetousness and loss. Now, I'll share the Bible study, Romans 14. It says, for nothing in itself is sin. And that is what many people have used. These are the excuses that we give for dressing anyhow, for wearing lecture. You know, these days men are wearing earrings now a lot. I've noticed it. No excuse. Okay. And now, and now, and now you are, you are all fighting in church. We are sold a liar and a dummy that we can be like the world and sit in Christ. I want you to move. Don't let struggle to be like the world. We have no business with the world. Amen? Go back to 2 Corinthians 6 from 14. Let's be together. He said, Be not. So say, Be not. It's a command. Why? Because God needs this separation. To, to, to clarify the doctrine of his in the world. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Don't act like them. Don't drink like them. Don't dress like them. Don't look like them. We are not the people of God. When they see us, they will say, this is a man of God. In your speech, in your offerings, in your composure, in your faith, in your purity, in your in your consecration, you are a child of God. Don't be ashamed of the momentary sacrifice of the of the momentary um um um, um things you deprive or deprive yourself of. But sometimes I'm not comfortable going out. Some people say, Pastor, don't like going out. No, I really don't want to go, but I'm not comfortable. Because the place I go out to, the things I see, the things I I don't want to see it. Be not beyond quality out. Amen. You know, some of us say, as I hear it, say, Pastor, we say, oh, it's my day. I've heard it before. It is not your day. It's the day of the uh, Lord. The problem is 
peace, the truth, those don't know that there are people that are concentrated. Set apart to the Christ Holy God. They are the pride of God. You are God boasts with us in his holiness. There is nothing on earth that God can dwell in apart from his temple. Listen, when Christ died, listen, before he died, the God's presence was hid in the building, held and held captive within the curtain for centuries. But God has been has been longing to break free from that encasement that he might come and feel his people. And when Christ died, it's finished. That was his that cutting tall from top to bottom. And they sat turning, we can't open. The Lord left that place that moment. That was why there was earthquake in the whole land. That's why there was darkness. Because something was shifted from a building, from a building with hands, to a building without hands. We are the carriers of God. Those that love me will be betrayed. The reason there's no real persecution is because there's no there are no believers that are strictly adhering to God's word. 2 Corinthians 3, verse 12, it says, They that will live godly in this world will suffer persecution. It's, it's, in, it's inescapable. Because you cannot afford to be the weakling in the chain. 
You're sanctified. What harmony can there be between Christ and, and the devil? Or what has a believer, see that, in common? Hallelujah. What has a believer in common? That means a believer must be separate in animal this body. That means we are called to be separate people, yet walking in love in the world. Say, Father, I'm not praying that you take them out of what? The world. But keep them in the world. Verse 16. This morning, I'll close now. Verse 16. And one agreement had the temple of God. Wow. So people say, I am the temple. Fortune, are you hearing that? Rosh Hashanah, you're in that. You're the temple of God. That means everywhere you go to, God is going. Wow. What would God trust that kind of thing to human beings? Hallelujah. Amen. That we don't step in territories where God's grace can't take us. We're the temples of God. of a living God. As God has said. When God speaks a word, it's eternal. When God speaks a word, nothing changes it. People don't know the power in the spoken word of God as God has said. And when God says it, God stands by it. God keeps word and he keeps all his covenant. As God has said, He said before He said you, He says, Child, I am your God, and you are my temple, and I've chosen it has pleased me to live and abide in you. How does God know that? I don't know. But God says, We are His temple. And Jesus said, That I and the Father might make our abode in you. must not live to please itself. We must live to please God in all our dealings. In all our dealings, it must be God. You know, sometime, sometime, not long ago, your Christianity must transcend coming to church. But we feel that men see in you, hallelujah, God takes glory and takes pride when his people Never let the name of Christ be even spoken of because of you. I'll close down. I will dwell with them and walk. Wow. Praise God. Let no demon harass you because God dwells in you. Let no, let no plague, let no challenge hold sway because he's walking in you. That word walk is like what happened when Shadrach, Abednego, when the fire and, 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 and the king said, 
I, I, I see a fourth man walking in the midst of the fire. That means he's taking pleasure walking in the midst. I will dwell in them and walk in them. God dwells in you and is walking in you. That means his presence in you. His glory is in you. And God wants you to live as such. That the world that is lost my see is through you. That's why you left the church here. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Verse 17, we are going to. Therefore, verse 17, hallelujah. So when we say wherefore, it means after all this, after knowing all this, can I hear this morning? After hearing all these things, that you are serpent, he dwells in you. You don't lie. I know is a is a is a is a state of the falling nature of man. We don't lie as children. You live right. You tell the truth to your parents. Amen. Because God does what dwells in you. And if He dwells in you, can you hide from Him? No. If God dwells in you, can you do anything secret from the Lord? No. He's there. He dwells in you and He walks in you. And therefore, if He dwells in you, every time you stand before men. Remember the Lord is standing before them. Let them see God in you. The church is not a club. The church is not an organization. The church is not a fraternity. The church is not a friendship. The church is the called out ones of God unto a separate life reflecting the glory of God. Wherefore, come out from among them. Once you come out. God is calling the corporate church to come out from among the world. Come out from among the barriers, among unbelievers, among the ungodly, among those in darkness. Therefore, because I dwell in you now, I'm telling you, now you know. Therefore, on, on the foundation of this truth, come out once and for all from among them. And be what? Separate. Serve the Lord. And do what? Touch what? Wow. Touch not unclean things. Don't come near them. Don't try to smell them. Don't try to please the people. Well, let's just touch it so clean. But I won't, I won't, I will touch it for a fast sort. They don't say I am I'm I'm not always with them. Are they ashamed of not being with you? Do, do, do they give a damn about what you think about them? Do they care if anything they do affects your faith? They rub it on your face directly. So how come you are the one conceiving them and, and, and you are refusing to stand your ground because you are afraid to confront them?
you must bring this man has the prophetic anointing he has the prophetic healing all you care is the prophetic or the healing you don't care about God and the lives of the people peddling this world touch not the unclean thing for no unclean vessel can produce something clean Jack said you can't from a same fountain bring forth seed water and bitter water you will begin to interrogate yourself and say no I will not be found it's not every song every minister you follow amen so I bring my mind. If I hear a song that I like, I don't sing it. No, I hate videos. I don't want videos of music. If it mattered to the early church, if it mattered to the apostles, then it must also matter to us. We can't grow and begin to amend scriptures. We can't go and to add and, and then make scriptures century compliant. No, the century must be must comply to scriptures. Amen. This morning. And if we stay faithful to God, if we hold our ground, folks, if we stand like this, the world will call us names, like they call them names. The reason the world has stopped calling us names, now they call us armed robbers. They say we are thieves. Of course, they are true. That one is not, it's not, it's not because of Christ. But it says, you are attacking my faith. You are, you are, you are, you are pulling your, your righteousness in my face. And, and to me, it's offensive. Yeah. Therefore, be arrested. That one is your righteousness. But they say, you stole money. Yeah. There are many people in church today that are robbers. When Paul said, every offering given me, I will take three, four men to accompany me. So the name of Christ is because he cherished that name. Wow. So nothing will impede on the integrity of the gospel because the gospel is sacred. Sacred this morning. I was growing up in the barracks. No, don't let me say that. Let me spend this morning. But they say pressure. First Corinthians 6, I read from verse 9 through 11, and I close. We are called at once. First Corinthians 6, from verse 9 actually. Amen. You know, Paul wrote to the church in Corinth because they were still living like unbelievers. They were still doing like they're not Christians. In fact, if anybody asks you in your, your area, are you a Christian? They say, ah, this one, Christian. I don't know. If I ever ask you, ah, you be Christian. Ah, you? You say, hey, we will be no person. We did together. We did. If our angels, if what if, 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 if what if for Take track for evangelism. Go to in fact the next evangelism we'll do, you bring people from your street. In fact, we'll do street by street. In fact, house to house, you lead us to your house to evangelize. If the, if your boss doesn't yet know you are a Christian, something's wrong with you. If your colleagues cannot yet testify, Robert, if they can't.
the head that Benham is a Christian. It's not Christian magician. You are seeing a disgrace to Christ. The change must happen. So when you go to school, you are representing Christ. Did you hear me? You aren't representing the world. God lives in you. God is walking in you. God is walking with you. And therefore, let God be seen in your life. That is what God expects of us now. Because the time has come in the world where the true believers must stand in righteousness. Because it will be a banner. Because the world today is covered in darkness. And darkness is shaking the world. As we go on in this year, you know, my problem is not with what I will eat, drink, or hear, it's God's. It's God. My healing blessing is not my issue, it's God's. He's committed to doing those things. But so we should seek His righteousness. And his kingdom. First Corinthians 6 from verse 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous says unrighteous. But say I am righteous. Say I am righteous. Say I am righteous. Say I am righteous. You sometimes we forget that we are righteous. Because the church has told us this over and over and over again. To be honest, please, to be approved of God, to be accepted of Him. Sometimes we don't know that we are righteous. We are called that once. The church will separate, no mingling with, 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 with the world. That's where our glory is. That's where our, our, our truth is. That's where the true gospel message actually lies. When the church truly is separate from the world. That's when God truly is manifest. We think God is manifest when we meet with them. No. God truly manifests when we actually separate from them. Let's not blow the picture of God. Let's make it clear. Amen this morning. You know what I'm saying this morning? Because throughout this year, this will be God's moment for us. His power and His miracle will be seen and it's so tremendously. And I don't want those things to swallow this truth, this word of truth. But be fair balance. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? In fact, some people know if the many kingdom or not. That's why we don't bother. There's a kingdom. So say there's a kingdom. Say there's a kingdom. There's a kingdom. That's what she saw in that revelation. And I don't really need to wait for a vision to lose a kingdom. I've seen it in this world. But thank God for visions of God's kingdom. That's what she saw. And I see Jesus in the kingdom. To Peter, James, and John. And I says, we can't go anywhere. Let us remain here first. When you know the kingdom, you will want to remain in the kingdom. 
not sweet. The world is transit. And the world is passing away and the loss thereof. But those that does the will of the Father, they shall remain and abide forever. Be not deceived. So they be not deceived. You know, when I had somebody in church that came to gospel, that said, can someone be preaching the gospel and be a fighter? It's not possible. Sometimes we've been deceived. This same person came to me and said, I've been Bible school. What did you learn in the Bible? Who taught you? Who taught the person that taught you? Church, we must know. The church of God must be equipped with the armor of God, with the, with the armor of truth, with the armor of light. That's what makes us church. It's not the name. It's not the impact. And they're thinking, they're thinking for the acronym. Have sold. Let me go far. Household. What do you worship? Household. But the person has no house for the Lord. And we don't care. Because the church has been vaccinated. Let those things that bothers God not bother you at all. Just use the name of the Lord. And so the gospel is getting harder and harder to be preached. Even by those who are sincere with God. That's why one check, preach to hundred people. Only one might respond. The Lord has told, What's wrong with you? Are you still carrying these old things? Those, those who are your fathers in the Lord, we've known their secrets. Is it you, you a child? What do you know? Mm, pack, two of us. But no one will tell us to pack when truly men begin to see God in our lives. Men start seeing God in your life. As husbands, let God be seen in your life. To your wife. Talk to your wife like someone who carries God. I know it's not easy. Sometimes. When you don't die. Because you're a woman. Sometimes I'm tired. She calls me and says, Woman, this man is tired. You say, Is that how you talk to your wife? It's okay. I'm talking to you how you think I should talk. But now, But through it all, we must be able to represent Christ. But the way to get that done is by staying consistently in the world and know what God is saying about us and what God's expectations is or are for the church. The church is all God has. See, you are all God has in your vicinity. You are, you are God's investment. You are Christ's ambassador. Just like Daniel was all God had in Babylon. Wow. And Daniel didn't disappoint God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they stood for God. Joseph stood for God. Will you, man and sons, stand for God? This thing we are in is not, it's not in the business of enjoying ourselves. It's part of it, but we're in the business of pleasing him. And aiming for his return anytime soon. And don't forget, he says, I'm coming for a church without spot.
or wrinkle. And it's not a stone. He will, he's the one that will help you get rid of the wrinkle and the spot as you consistently give yourself to him by the word. He will keep cleansing you by the word. He will keep washing you by the word. The more you hear his message, the more the pastor speaks, the more will wash you. The more he speaks, the more will prepare you. The more your pastor tells you the truth of God's word, the more ready you are for his return. For indeed you will return. For some, his return will catch them on their ways. And it will surely happen for some to be prepared for him. It will surely happen. What prepares us for him is our constant reminder of who he is and what is worse. Know he not that the righteous shall not inherit God's kingdom. Sometimes we don't know what God's kingdom entails. We don't want to appreciate what hell entails. That's why we don't take it serious. Please, folks, take a seat this morning. We are on a certain advantage in God. Be not deceived. Because there will be deception. They will tell you these things don't matter. These pastors are over there. They are over concerned. What do they use? Over zealous and they and, and, and are raising dust when there is no dust. But says, be not deceived. Neither fornicators. No idolaters, no adulterers, no effeminate, no abusers of themselves with mankind, no thieves, no covetous, no drunkards, no revilers, no extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. In next verse, and I'll end with that. 11. Verse 12. But I'm going to where it says, but such were some of you. So it is? Uh, yes, I say 11, I say 12. Yeah. And such, such and such. Where? Where is what? In the past. But now we are no more like that. But such were some of you. But you are washed. washed. You are sanctified. You are justified. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And by the Spirit of God. Say, I'm washed. Say, I'm washed. I'm washed by the Lord. I will praise God. And he who God washes is properly cleansed. For him who the Son sets free is free indeed. We have escaped from the corruption in the world. We have escaped. That's why those things don't. They, they no longer appeal. You see, some people struggle with the loss of the world. It kills them. In fact, this world loss drives them. They are slaves to sin. But, but we are slaves unto righteousness. Because we are washed by God. We are washed. We are sanctified. Hallelujah. Say, I am sanctified. I am sanctified. Therefore, if you are sanctified, then don't get entangled anymore. Don't get entangled anymore with the things of darkness. But rather, reprove them both in Ephesians 4. Ye are justified. I'm chosen for the Lord. The church is justified. The church doesn't need the world to justify her. You don't need anybody to validate you. And parents, please learn to hug your children. 
so they don't go outside to be walked. I have people that said that in all their lives, no one had ever hugged them until they got out of home. So they seek for anything that hugs. They enjoy the company of huggers. So lavish hugging. Let no see. Don't seek validation for your church online. You know, people do church every service, even, even in bad services, it's online. There are things you see, but you don't know. It's not, it's not, it's not getting, oh. Everything that the people of God should benefit, they turn it to the glory of man. The church of God is separate. Apostle Paul, I wish John the beloved in the other part was, we see this. But Jesus has given us the verdict for those who care to know the relations. He has says the churches. And he says, you think you are rich, but you don't know you are poor. You are naked and you are blind. Those who have nobody knew, he says, I see your work, that you are standing in the faith. Keep on standing, and I will reward you at the end of time. You are holding on to my name and my truth. You're not compromising. You're not allowing that poverty that class of poverty, who is Jezebel, who has come to deceive my people. And their pastors online. Their followers are in millions. A time will come when those things will begin to pain you. If it doesn't pain you yet, you are not in the kingdom. When someone abuse your father, if you're a real father, you see, the Lord will know that someone says, Father, the Lord abuse your father. You say, You check your DNA. You check your DNA. If those things don't pain you, sir, if it's not pain you yet, if you say, Let's leave them now, they are their own. We will start putting massive rope in your life. Because Everyone that truly loves and serves God, everything that pays the heart of God will equally pain your heart. But God is calling us out this morning. I intend to talk this morning on the laying on of hands. But we are fine this morning. This is a word of the Lord to his people. Let's be separate. That's the church. The church is not, it's not the place where people should please you. Mommy, is that a place where you take offense that they didn't greet me well? And therefore, it's pastor that must come by himself and kneel down. If not, I'm not coming to church again. When Paul said, anyone that is not following the rule, if I hand him one to sit down, we don't need him, but today we need everybody. We don't need everybody. Jesus loves everybody. He wants everybody. But not everybody coming and doing whatever they want. The church is a holy place. In fact, in the Old Testament, when God comes down, not everybody comes close. It's only a few who are ready for him that goes. Those are the that we are not coming. And it's actually in their interest. 
that is separable. Don't join friends. Move like a mama. Talk like mama. Act like mama even if she's a child at heart. Many so-called mamas are children. In fact, their husbands are regretting. They are not what they are in church. So, ah, get home. I'm telling you, I'm not joking. Leave those things you see in church. There are some you can't talk to them without and look at them. You must kneel down to talk to mama. Two of us. And as you kneel, the more you kneel, the more you're not in I'm not saying that. We give one to what? Honor is you. But we're not going to make men gods and start worshiping them. All the praise and glory must be to God. That's what the church is. Amen. Say I'm a Christian. Say I'm a Christian. I'm a child of God. I have the life of Christ. God is proud of me. I'm carrying God's glory. I'm the light of the world. I'm the salt of the earth. I'm God's own very precious child. His glory is seen in me. I shine His light in my world. The name of God is magnified through my life. And everything I need for life and godliness I receive by faith from my father. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning, I'm beginning to remind you that we are called on one. God lives in you. He's walking in you. As you sleep, he's living there. Let me see the demon that will come and, and, and make you not sleep when God is walking out of you. Stand your ground in the authority of God's word and shine for the light. This year, have an assignment in God to show forth his praise in the land of the living. So as you walk, as you talk, as you come on in the week, through work, always remember, I am a child of God. I am a believer. I believe in Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. And therefore, my life must represent Him. In all power and verity. The more separate the church is from the world, the more evident God is to the world. The more separate, the more consecrated the church is from the world, the more evident of God in the world. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate. Touch not on anything, and will receive us. You is our Father, and shall be his people. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name.